Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. With former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kiley. It's Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Let's go out to the Brown and Crippen celebrity line. Happy to be joined by Craig Edwards. He's a baseball writer for Fangraphs.com. He's on Twitter, at Craig J. Edwards. Craig, how's it going, man? I'm doing pretty well. The weather's nice. That's what I like to hear, man. Doing well on this end as well. So let's talk about baseball. Um, yesterday, we got the report from Jeff Passan and Carl Ravitch of ESPN that the owners are now looking at a potential as a backup plan, I suppose, of a 50-game season that would pay the players their full prorated salary. What was your reaction whenever you saw this news? Uh, when I first saw the news, I thought uh, it, it seemed like a very good step towards uh, something happening between the, the players and the, and the owners. Uh, you know, I was a little disappointed to read later that the proposal hasn't actually been made, uh, but uh, the players are off- offering 114 at prorated salaries and the owners countering with 50 at prorated salaries. Uh, it seems like there's some room for negotiation. Uh, they're, you know, pretty far apart, but uh, it seems like there's there's a deal to be made there somewhere. All right, so I'm looking through the Twitter account here, and I see that you ran a poll uh, as to the optimism from fans as to whether it be baseball or not. Obviously, in the last 24 hours, there has been some dialogue and maybe some change in thought. This poll that I'm looking at currently shows 66.23% that there will be Major League Baseball played in 2020. Do you think that would change at all today based on the information we've had in the last 24 hours? Well, you know, I do these polls every couple of weeks and I'm going to start another one tomorrow and I'll, I'll, fi- I'll find out. <laughs> but I, I think that that 66% is is about right in, in terms of optimism on the season. I think that, you know, people, it, it's it's not all in but it's guarded uh that that they will be able to work something out it seems like a lot of the hurdles especially on the safety front uh and you know the the states and the governors and all that have have been mostly cleared so i I think that they're pretty close and it seems like the players want to play and you know i hope that the owners want want to have a a baseball season it seems like uh, many do and uh you know, I think that that optimism, uh, it, it's, it's based in some reality. Craig, you've done a lot of research into the revenues that these teams are putting out there and the, the, the claims that the owners are making that they will lose money by even playing any of these games. The more games they play, the more money that they ultimately lose. Are, are you buying that argument from the owners? Do you believe them when they say that they're going to lose money by playing these games? Uh, I, I don't. I, I think that uh, the, that. If if they're losing money by by playing the games, uh, you know, then then they're maybe uh, not being completely 
clear about uh, where their TV revenue is coming from. And, and they, they say that, you know, in half a season of games, they'll get half the TV revenue. And, you know, if, if they're actually getting more than that, then, then I could see how they could argue that playing more games doesn't net them a whole lot more money. But that means also that they're getting a whole lot more money than they're claiming they're getting. So I think that, you know, when, when I ran the numbers based on MLB's own figures, I, I came out to uh, them generating, you know, about $200,000 for every single game that, that, they, that they staged uh, above and beyond what they were paying the players. And, and those, were, those were MLB's own numbers. Okay, so this is the next question, I guess, and and based on the information you just gave us, this is a huge trust problem between these two entities, and I just don't know how they solve that. And also, the question I want to ask you is, how much of the future CBA is actually interfering right now with these current negotiations? You know, I I, I think that, you know, there's... a battle that's going to be brewing for in another 18 months over over the future uh, of the sport financially and, and i think that's definitely in the background but i think this last cba is having more of a, more of an effect on the negotiations now because you know the the last three years before this one MLB was was doing fantastically, and they were they were getting you know the billions and billions in, in revenue and making tons of profit, and the the players sort of saw that and uh, they they realized that hey maybe we didn't make the best deal last time, and, and next next time we're going to do something a little bit more fair, and uh, they thought they had a deal in March. Uh, the players did, and and the owners are trying to to re- renegotiate that deal, and the players knew when they signed the deal back in back in starting in 2017 that they. They weren't going to be able to, to to have a new deal until 2022, so it's a bit of salt in the wound for them to know that they have to wait five years to renegotiate a deal that they didn't like, while the owners are trying to renegotiate a deal after five weeks. We're talking with Craig Edwards. He's a baseball writer for Fangraphs. You can follow him on Twitter at Craig J Edwards. Craig, you write for Fangraphs, but you follow the Cardinals very closely. I'm curious, how do you feel like the Cardinals are set up for a shortened season, whether it ends up being 50 or 80 games? How do you feel like this team is actually constructed for what a shortened season would be? You know, some of that depends on how the season looks. The Cardinals are, are a team that, uh, you know, the, the last few years they've been strong on uh, depth and not as much star power. And I think that in a shortened season where you're doing a lot of double headers and you're, de- you know, digging a little deeper in, into your you know, starting pool, both uh, on the field and in the, the rotation of the bullpen, that the Cardinals would be very well equipped to, to handle that type of season. Uh, if it's 50 games with a ton of rest like normal, um, you know, maybe that's your opportunity to, to ride guys like, like Jack Flaherty. And, you know, the, the fact is that the Cardinals were were going to be a contender this season, whether it was 50 or 162 games. But a 50 game season adds a lot of randomness. It adds a lot of variability. Um, you know, if you look at any two month stretch last season, and that's what we're talking about with with 50 games. You know, a lot of different teams performed uh, with with, with uh, considerably different records, and so you know you're gonna you're gonna have you know that that fight to the finish, except it's going to start on on day one. And you know, I think that the Cardinals could be could be well equipped for that, but at the same time, uh, with the 
the the variability is is going to to throw things for for a wrench and you know one big injury could could make a big difference so we're talking about players salaries and the owners revenues and the number of games and all that what what i glossed over is the fact that there's still, you know, a health issue out there. And I know that there's a lot of players that have voiced their opinion on not feeling completely comfortable about returning. And especially since baseball right now has their, their, their mindset on everybody playing in their own cities. We've heard a couple of guys come out and say, I don't know if I'm feeling all that warm and fuzzy to fly into Chicago, to fly into New York. How much of an obstacle will this present as we get to the finish line on this deal? You know, I, I don't know that it's necessarily going to be the last thing that, that holds up. You know, I think that if the players ultimately don't feel comfortable, uh, they'll be able to make the decision um, to, to, to not play. And, and I think that that's good for both for both the players and the owners so that you don't end up in a situation where you're trying to force someone to play who doesn't feel comfortable, you know, health-wise and safety-wise. And, you know, it's it's a good reminder that the only reason that, you know, everyone is having all of these, you know, renegotiations over over the money is because it's not as safe as as everyone hoped it would be back in March. And uh, if it, if if it was, then then none of this would be a problem right now. But uh, I think that the concerns are real, and I think that the, the players and the owners uh, will do their best to to recognize them and, and make sure that that people feel comfortable with with what they're doing, but before they start the season. Final question for you, Craig. If I asked you to go into your crystal ball and you decide right now what you're projecting for what the season will look like, how many games and when we start seeing baseball, what do you think that looks like? Yeah, I think we we still end up with somewhere between, you know, 70 and 85 games and uh, we end up with with a fairly normal season. Um, I'm, I'm guessing we start in the first week of July and, uh, you know, maybe an extra round of playoffs, I think would be would be exciting and good for the game. But um, I'm optimistic that 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 a deal gets done. He's Craig Edwards. You can find his work. Fangrass.com is where you can read it and on Twitter at Craig J. Edwards. Craig, we always appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. Yeah, thank you.